Oh, I started it. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I hope you have an awesome day. Um, I hope everything is going your way because it's definitely not going mine. No, it is. I'm having like one of the best days ever. If I'm going to be honest with myself, um, my uh, daughter is not out of the room. She was crying earlier and now she's happy because she's not here. And that's great. Hey, Trey, are you there? I am here, Jason. How are you doing today? I'm, I am van glorious. I don't think that's a word. Is it? Is it not? But a word? you just made it one and you should put it in the dictionary somewhere. <laughs> um, yes, van glorious. Um, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing that van gloriousness. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to share things to things. Um, and so that's fun. So, uh, oh, so hi, give me a beatbox. Okay. Hey, hello, guys. I only go why. What am I going to try if I flip down fly? Only if I can't get it down. Why? What's my name is? Now I got to try. Ooh, they call me Scalp the Song. I write songs over the phrases. I overcome bass drums, melodies. This is what I do. Did you understand what the light done true? Now we got to make it because I still don't go. Man, I got to rap because I still can't flow. Now you gotta do what I do Now I'm tripping cause I'm waiting for you And your whole crew stuck in the day Yelling out loud like they don't know what to say Now I don't know what to say Yeah I feel the gum right Now I gotta rap every day of my life And then I get through Man I'm waiting for you and this is what we do Oh this is what we do Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean It will make you laugh Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing, keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows. What's up, guys? How's it going? I'm just chilling. I'm just uh, pretending like I know how to rap. That was great, guys. That was brilliant. Well done. Appreciate it. We'll get so much more of that later. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. No worries. Um, I'm good. You good? Yes, I'm good. What is everyone's headline of the week? Well... Do you? I you probably don't want me to go first. So, do you want me to go first? Or yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Oh, okay. I mean, I can. I, guess. I just. Oh, I give you. I go first. Go ahead, um, go ahead, Jason. I just found out that uh, Scout or my name and Sesame Street are going to be put in the same sentence. That's amazing. That sounds like a good time. I want to hear more about that here in a second. Uh, John, you can go next because I don't really have an exciting week. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, I got uh, knocked sideways and completely totaled by a partly disabled, uh, paralyzed dog today, which was very impressive. Um, <laughs> there you go. You'll tell us more in a second. Oh, yeah. Trey? Um, well, um, man, I thought I had one, and now I don't. Um, oh. <laughs> I DJed. I DJed in the woods nice 
<laughs> I teach it in the woods. <laughs> well, I, I just found out that I wrote, I see, I wrote a puppet show uh, that's a musical and a rap musical puppet show uh, featuring my friend Saul Paul, the change water back there, and um, found out that uh, at the Children's Music Network um, a conference in November, they're going to show my puppet show uh, on the same slot that they're going to be showing a new Sesame Street thing. <laughs> So it's going to be like a puppet featurette. It's going to be mine and then Sesame Street. Um, Dude, that's phenomenal, man. Congratulations. Yeah, at a conference. So you, yeah. can't, you, can't keep, you can't get any higher than that in the, in the puppeting world, I think. No, there. yeah, there's nowhere else to go no. once you hit Sesame Street. So, you know, and it is one of my inspirations of even doing a puppet show. So, uh, so crazy. I Yeah. I wasn't expecting that today when I woke up. So... Congratulations, well, it's, it's, Jason. It's, it's, it's inspiring, mate. It's, it just it just goes to show to anyone listening that you know if you just get inspired to do something and you go down that route, you're gonna you can achieve something amazing. Yeah, I was waiting for you to make some old joke or something. Like even old people can do stuff with their life. <laughs> you can teach old dogs. <laughs> you can teach old dogs new. Tricks. All right, John, tell us about your uh, your accident. Yeah, so I have a dog uh, called Rhubarb, and uh, I've had her for a long time. She's an amazing dog. I, I bought her all the way over from England to Greece. <laughs> she had a problem with her spine. It's quite sad, but, you know, her quality of life and her attitude, and she's she's a happy dog. She has a great life. I take her out every day. Uh, I kind of, like, support her, and uh, we, have, we have a good laugh. But today, like, she decided to go off on one. It was raining last night. She dragged me along. I had her under the towel, and I slipped on my ass, and... She totally. Oh no! So uh, yeah, and uh, I think that I just sometimes you you get a glint in the dog's eyes, and I think they're laughing. I know maybe <laughs> someone with the experience oh, I have yeah. working with animals, I shouldn't say that, but I swear that sometimes they they're hiding a laugh. So she turned around, looked at you, and kept going, right? <laughs> she did, yeah, exactly. But then I had to stop her before she slithered down some stairs and did herself an injury. So you know, it's never a dull moment. That's, That's hilarious. That's what type awesome. of dog do you have? Uh, I've got four dogs here of my own, and then I, I foster and I do rehabilitation work for dogs from shelters as well. So I can have up to eight or nine dogs at my house at any one time, but I've got four of my own. What type is the one that is, uh, I guess, handicapped? So I've got a so I've got the, the matriarch. Her mother is a is a Rottweiler Staffordshire Bull Terrier cross. She's like a tank on legs. Uh, oh, well, that would do it. She's an absolute. She's an. She's an absolute beast. Uh, and she decided to get down and dirty with my neighbor's uh, English setter. Oh uh, no! And they, and they were at it before I could stop them. And they created some uh, some bizarre puppies. <laughs> Interesting. That's yeah. That's awesome. Well, I guess some people think that's awesome. You probably might not think that's awesome. But Do you know what, mate? Uh, at the time, it was a disaster. But you know, you go through these things, and it's one of those things. As you get older, you think. We'll, we'll look back at this and laugh. Um, right. Because sometimes that's the only thing that gets you through certain situations, as you probably know. Right, right, for sure. Because the dogs are probably awesome now. So they're incredible. Yeah. And they've got, they've got the, uh, they take all the best. Uh, I mean, you know, you, you're, you're from a, America's a nation of people from all over the place, like mixing together and creating these incredible uh, characters. And, uh, you know, it's, that's what, that's what life's all about. Mix it up, get involved. That's awesome, man. Uh, well, I will talk about my headline. I DJed in the woods. Um, so I was out in the boonies. Um, 
it's not quite the woods, but it wasn't quite a functioning building either. What I mean by that is it's an old high school that is no longer in operation. They only use it as a venue. Um, and so their gym's like super old. And um, I guess you could say I DJ'd in an abandoned, uh, abandoned high school. That would have been a better headline have I thought about it beforehand. But um, anyway, these basically this this couple um, were setting a prom up for their daughter who um, she couldn't go to prom because apparently she missed too many days of school. Don't know why. That's crazy. It's pretty stuff. That's pretty stupid that she couldn't go to prom. And um, and so uh, they basically invited the whole village. <laughs> like it's I guess it's several people from several different school districts and a bunch of her friends and uh, there's about 50 people there. And so like, I, I had a little, you know, dance and DJ thing going on and it was Bro, pretty nice. You missed your headline. I, I DJ the black market prom in the woods. That would have been amazing. <laughs> I'm, still, uh, I'm still thinking about that poor girl that couldn't attend though. And I, it, oh, that's you know, crazy. It, it, it sounds, it sounds like the beginning of a Stephen King film, you know, like a Stephen King, book, you know, the girl that couldn't come to prom, like she would, come back to the prom and do something crazy with carry that's that's what i'm getting in my head like a carry kind of thing exactly yeah she uh but yeah no i don't know why she missed prom i mean like other than the fact that she missed school i don't know why she missed school i don't know if it was too many sick days whatever but um but it was kind of cool because they rigged the whole prom king and queen to where it was um it was her and her boyfriend won prom king and queen which was pretty awesome so i announced them and obviously everyone voted for like themselves for whatever reason and so then the parents were just like hey this is a 10 that you can pull out of but this is the actual one you need to pull out of because everything else doesn't matter it was like perfect um it was really cool because my Aaron or my Aaron my Aaron my girlfriend got to come through um and uh she helped set up a little bit and then helped me break down which always helps because as a DJ breaking down is the worst part setting up is actually super fun i don't know the dj part's the worst part about being a dj <laughs> no because then afterwards you can just leave and it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah i don't know I, I like everybody chanting i bet john agrees with me i like my my words hyping up the crowd i don't like the idea of just playing music and then like i want people to pay attention to me the whole time i don't want them oh, to pay sure attention music but that's why i go yeah. and dance with him out in the dance floor dj uh, oh you know yeah. what jason once you stop I, showing I, off I agree, yeah i agree with you mate because do you know what there's a really bad like in in greece a lot of the guys they just they they, they do this fake thing with the, the thing in their ear and all they i know that they've just got a playlist i just everyone knows that and they're just there going like and they're, they're not doing there's nothing going on in the ear they're just well, dicking about so excuse my friend they're just messing around look, trying to look cool and they're doing anything so the thing is, is unless you do like house or EDM or just like the genre that needs live DJing, no one uses um, turntables anymore. Really, I mean, like if you're if it's more for a venue, like a wedding or a party or whatever, people just want to hear the song. They don't care that it's your remix of it. They don't care that um, they don't want to even hear the beginning or the ending of the song most of the time. It's just we want the first second and third verse and all the choruses the impact and yeah they want the song they don't care about the transition they don't care about all that stuff um, <coughs> anyway i could talk a whole bunch more about that but i really want to get into this next portion of the show so we can talk to you john about uh what you do for a living 
Um, yeah, I mean, look, I could have, the, I, I would love to talk about that as well because I, I'm, I'm bang into that kind of conversation. Uh, and, and in a way, there are, there are relevant elements to what you're talking about with all the, the work I do. But um, now it's time for a. Hold up, not yet. Wait, oh, get ready. It's time <laughs> for a quiz. You're giving awesome. yourself such a great intro. And I was like, no. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, well, again, StreamYard needs to figure it out with Stream Deck so that we can have transitional pieces on a button. Anyway, Agreed. it's fine. So, uh, John and Scout, I have a really cool uh, quiz for you guys today. Uh, it's more geared towards random facts about life, but there are a couple that are more geared toward John. So, uh, John, I know you have not been on the show yet, but what we do here is we do a quiz. I will answer, you will answer any and all questions that I throw at you, and you guys will have ample time to um, go against each other and answer all the questions. It's just depending on who goes first, we'll get the first chance to answer the question. So what, what, time, the most what, what time is it? What time is it where you guys are? 6 18 p.m. So you're, you're, so you're nice and fresh, you know, nicely yeah. warmed up into the day. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Sure. There's, there's, there's a bit of a handicap going on there. It's, yeah. Don't in your worry, eyes. John, know I that got you. He, there's no chance I'm winning this. I'm getting my excuses in early. And also, okay. I was totaled by a handicapped dog earlier. So, you know, maybe the handicapped thing is, you know, it's relevant to me. Nice. All good. All good. Um, so without further ado, let's get into it. John, since you are our guest, you get first crack at the question. Um, also, by the way, there is a prize, and it's a nice little NFT um, that we may or may not be able to actually give to you, but it's there. So anyway, um, question number one, true or false, crocodiles can gallop like a horse. True. Okay. Jason, same question. Nope. I don't need It doesn't matter if it's true. It's false because I don't want that in my brain. I don't want that. I don't want that. Here's the thing, Jason. Regardless if it can or not, it's gonna catch you. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I'm because of because of nope, that. Nope. Don't say anything. Mm. It's gonna catch you. So anyway, it's true. Crocodiles can gallop like a horse. The crazy fart. The crazy fart. The crazy part about it is. Uh, and congratulations, John, for getting the first question right. A study published in Nature in 2019 noted that crocodiles have the full range of a quadrupedal footfall patterns used by mammals, meaning that they have the ability to gallop like a horse and occasionally do i've, seen, I've seen them i've seen them in the wild mate it's crazy man they're brutal and they're a, a leading cause of death and they're one of the leading causes of death in africa they, mate, they are they're they're, they're, uh, they're they're basically dinosaurs when you when you see them in the in the wild they're, they're just dinosaurs that's, they're terrifying that's, that's it they're just dinosaurs and they're there living now it's mental it's crazy dude uh jason second question you get first right. track one fourth of a newborn baby's body is made of water. True or false? I think you're trying to trick me here. It's false. Okay, John. Same question. One fourth of a newborn baby's body is made of water. True or false? I think it's false. Well, it's more than that. It must be more. Okay, you guys are both correct. It's three fourths of their body. Yep. So the correct yep. answer is false. Congrats. Big water. Balloons. Great, great, great minds. Great minds. There you go. That guy. Oh, sorry. Coming up. That guy. Yeah, I, I Dang it. <laughs> It's the tough. Same stream yard's tough. Great minds, except for the pointing bit. <laughs> so you might remember from grade school that all humans are made up of mostly of water, but never more so than right after we are born. Newborn babies are seventy-eight percent water, according to NASA, while adults drop down to around fifty-five to sixty percent. 
Why, why is NASA studying babies? Shouldn't they be studying like space and stuff? They study all kinds of different things. Maybe and... they maybe they're studying in case a baby's born in space. That's a really good point, mate. Really good. I point. I would hope not. I mean, wouldn't that be have a lot to a lot of strain on the newborn baby? Well, uh, maybe that's why they needed to test it to see. <laughs> that's maybe that's why they're doing tests because you know, say you're stuck in space for a long time with another person, you have baby. Mm. What happens? What, yeah. You know, what I, I would love to talk more. <laughs> I would love to talk actually, more about that, Jason. And, and actually, we should be th if NASA is studying babies, then we should be asking serious questions as to why they're doing it. Because if they're doing it for the reasons that Scout says, then it means that they're planning something. <laughs> planning to colonize Mars, which they're yes. trying to do right now. Um, no, they, they actually are. I, I know somebody who is actually a part of the first settlement that will, once it is available, they will go to Mars. So That's it, it's a real thing. I, I can we can talk about it after the show. No, I'm, I promise. I promise. <coughs> no, it, I know. I just don't agree with it. Nope. Oh, oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can agree with not agree or not agree. Anyway, let's move on with the quiz. John, the position you sleep in is linked to your personality. True or false? False. Okay. <laughs> Jason, uh, true or false? True, because my daughter sleeps in an attack position at all times, so it makes sense. <laughs> So it is actually true. Yeah. According to the Telegraph, sleep experts have found a correlation between a person's preferred nightly position and their personality. For instance, people who opt for the fetal position may appear tough, but are actually sensitive souls right to their core. Baloney. Baloney. How about how about somebody that looks like they're like uh, they're uh, what is that? What's that? Planking. Planking. I, they yeah. just deserve to suffocate in their sleep i'm just playing <laughs> yeah i mean that's literally how i sleep with just the pillow on my head i don't understand down. why you like anyone sleeps face down they're, they're just gonna die like <laughs> well, yeah isn't, well isn't that darwin isn't that about darwin like, darwin if, if people sleep on the and they die then that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's their fault oh that's 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 <laughs> Ouch! Ouch, guys! Natural selection. And, you know, I never thought about that, and then I also do have sleep apnea, so I'm just doubling it up. I'm like, you know what? At some point, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to suffocate my own self, and my body's trying to do it at the same time. Makes sense. Makes sense. Moving right along, we have two more questions. We're gonna wrap up this thing so we can talk to John. Uh, <coughs> Jason, tulips were once more valuable than gold. True or false? True. Okay, John. Same question. Yeah, it's 100 percent true. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Apparently you guys know a lot about tulips. Uh, it is true. Initially, the tulip was a rarity only very wealthy could afford. Um, at that time, a single Rembrandt type bulb reached the equivalent of $1,500, which is 10 times the annual income of a skilled craftsman or the price of a large house. That's buck wild. And it's a flower. Um, and it's kind of neck and neck right now, but actually i want to say john's in the lead i think it might be neck and neck oh okay I no i'm like serious you, though no. i think it's, I think it's, it's, more, it's more exciting if it's neck and neck so let's just say it's I, neck and neck. yeah sure we're gonna go with that sudden we'll death along sudden, sudden death. death are you ready yes no, or no I, no yes. jason's not ready john is ready phenomenal awesome here we go jason the sense of smell from a dog is blank times better than a human. Is it A, 10 times, B, 20 times, C, 30 times, or D, 40 times? 10, 20, 30, or 40? 
20 times. Okay. John. Depends on the dog, right? <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll say 40. Is that your final answer, John? Yes. I'm glad you answered that because that is correct. Congratulations. You win the quiz. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's, it's such an honor. You can want I, to thank the Academy? Oh, I want to thank yeah, go right ahead. I want to thank my producers, um, my family, um, people that got me to this place. Um, without them, I'd be nothing. Um, and I want you to thank you guys for letting me on the show and to give me this opportunity to to um, win this prize, which I think is going to elevate me in many ways uh, to the next point in my life. So thank yeah. you. Uh, it will, especially once you see it. Especially once you win this complimentary Jaime in a team. <laughs> <laughs> so that is one of our friends his name's Jaime and uh it obviously does not look all like that Jason spruced it up to make it look like an NFT but you win that uh hopefully it'll be worth something someday but uh it's there congrats I'm John I'm speechless thank you chaps I'm I'm happy for you let's move on why is John on the show Jason well Trey when I asked uh John uh what we do for a better year his answer was not family friendly um but <laughs> It would make me laugh. So, so instead, uh, I think John doesn't even remember what he put, but uh, it made me laugh. Um, but uh, so I just made up one and said, talk to dogs, sing songs and help out. Why John, do we need to talk to dogs, sing songs and help out for a better year? Um, well, what I do really, uh, in this part of the world, and I've done it in a few different countries, I try and teach, uh, kids, um, the importance of our relationship with, uh, animals because they, they teach us, uh, some of the best parts of our quality, like how to be kind, how to be consistent, how to be patient, how to be understanding, how to see when they've got problems and how to try and help them. And for, for children who are going through, uh, trauma or are looking to, uh, improve, the, uh, the situation with animals that their parents have messed around in different countries. It's really important to uh, look through the lens uh, of caring for animals. And that's what I do. And I've done it in, uh, in, in Zambia and now I'm doing it in Greece. And it's just about uh, saying that if we have a, a strong bond with our animals in our lives, we can learn a lot about ourselves. That's a very good answer. One of the best answers we've had there. Trey? I really no, I really appreciate that, man. Um, I, I love animals myself, and there's a there's a certain bond that you can have with an animal that you can't have with a person. Um, and most, well, I don't want to say most animals, but I would say the normal pets uh, give you this kind of unconditional love. Not that you feed and take care of them, but um, <laughs> that the reason why they would uh, give that towards you. But I feel like there's something that I can bond in with a dog that I can't with with a human and um you know you can talk to them and they're not gonna give you their two cents that you just can invent to them and then you can hang around with them and they will you know there are several certain types of dogs that will lay on your lap or lay next to you or just avoid you and some people like that but i love yeah. animals man yeah i mean look it's it's just fascinating i mean we live on this incredible planet and uh we can get caught up in politics uh, the stuff that goes on in the news all the time, but you know, at the end of the day, nature is so important. Uh, you know, it gives us so, so much amazing, so many amazing things. And if we can, if we can reconnect with nature as much as possible, it takes us out of all the nonsense that we see on the TV all the time. It helps us to connect with ourselves. It helps us to, to be present, to connect with our families, 
uh, and all of these things are important and we get that from from nature in general and domesticated animals are just like a very specific version of that you know they're still it's still part of nature as are we and it's it's like the bridge between us as humans and and then the the nature of the natural kingdom the domesticated animal is like a, i see it as like a bridge so we can actually you know connect with the animal kingdom through this kind of bridge of domestication um, that's how i see it well i know why trey likes pets maybe because he had no friends um but how did you get into um <laughs> nope that's not true Anyway, uh, no, I was trying to go for a joke. Gosh, um, but how, how, I, could, I could say a joke, Jason, but it might uh, make you cry. And I don't want to make you cry on the show. So let's. Go. I, I say go. I say I say go for it. I, I want to watch this. Come on. No, Come on. No, it's terrible. <laughs> look at it. He's already crying and hasn't said oh, the you, joke yet. You, oh, you guys are cute. You guys, are, you guys are great. You can see you're close. Um, yeah, I know. I'm pretty close. Yeah, we're only like you know not proximity, but seven hundred miles away from each other, or something like that so close enough. um anyway yeah uh all right so uh how, what got you into um being a relationship a dog human relationship expert um well um it was partly because i, I realized quite young uh, that all the things that i really enjoyed doing like music and uh sports and um work with animals and 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 theater and things like that they're all about connection like connect, connection is a thread that runs through everything that i like to do and it's i think it's one of the most important things um in life for for us as human beings to to get involved with things we enjoy doing connecting uh, instead of just being this kind of thing that's floating around doing doing whatever and uh, following the, the herd to try and find connection in everything we do is something that i find really important and uh and when I first started working with animals, after I got kicked out of my my rock band when I was in my early twenties for bad behaviour, mm. uh, I uh, I found solace because it was something that I wanted to do, and I needed I needed a new direction. And I found solace in it, and I just realised immediately that it was something I was good at. <clears throat> the reason I was good at it is because a lot of people that work with animals um, have. A, sometimes have a problem with humans and uh, and I can understand why sure. you know objectively because they're jaded and they, they feel like they need to find something to connect with that isn't uh, human but I, I never had that problem uh, my mum's from from Ireland uh, and I, I, I and we just don't have that problem that that culture that I'm from you know so I, I always try and see the best in people and so the connection between animals and humans made huge amounts of sense to me because you need to have both uh, you need to have a connection with both if you want to do the kind of work I do. I'm actually Irish myself, Irish and German. I don't, uh, I can't, I don't know where I can trace my roots back to, but I, I take, I take pride in that. <laughs> the oh, Ireland. Um, no, that's that's amazing. I think it's it's interesting when somebody decides to um, focus on that. Or well, I, uh, one of the, you know, I work with a bunch of people that work with children. And one of my favorites is. Uh, his name's Lucas Miller, the singing zoologist. And he actually does these really cool songs about like learning about ecosystems. He has a song called Jimmy Chunga, where you get to listen about all the different animals, uh, uh, what they eat, omnivores and herbivores and that kind of thing. It's very funny. But yes, uh, how, how did uh, working with kids involve yourself? Like I assume when you first started, it wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to do the kids thing. How did the kids thing come into play well well do you know like i worked in a few different countries and everywhere i went 
uh, I was always welcome with open arms. They were like, oh my God, you come over, like you're an expert, you can help. And it was great. So, but when I went to the, the island, the Greek island I live on, uh, they, would, they, they did the opposite. They were like, uh, listen, mate, we don't want you here. We don't, we don't want a foreigner to help us uh, basically go away. And uh, I tried for maybe a year or more and it was very frustrating and I got nowhere and it, it really upset me and uh, I had to pivot. Um, so I wrote this book, uh, an illustrated book, and uh, because I, I wanted to like, I wanted to put it out to maybe to vets or to families to help them because it, they need it. They, they don't know the basic stuff, like give your animal water. <laughs> <laughs> take it for true. a walk you know stuff like that that unbelievable stuff like you wouldn't imagine and uh and bizarrely the, the book got picked up by a, a a charity and the charity passed on to a government agency and the government agency gave it a rubber stamped approval to be in the national curriculum within like six months oh wow so, wow Congrats. I, I, I had nothing to do with it i mean it was blind luck someone obviously had a I don't know what happened. <laughs> Whoever rubber stamped it must have had something something really pleasant happen to them that morning or whatever. And they, they went into work and they were like, hey, let's just rubber stamp this. this I, I, did you ever have a, have you a random lady that looked like she had a super crush on you that you might have waved off? What, accidentally? It, do you know what? It's like, it was just bizarre. So um, it's, but you know, sometimes that happens and, and that makes, again, like you were saying earlier about, um, we, we talked about your friend earlier. You know, you, you've got to, like, your, and your Muppet thing. Uh, Jim Henson's thing, you know, you've got to, you've got to just, you've got to just keep putting stuff out there and following your uh, your drive and your ambition mm -hmm. and your passion. And if you if you don't, if nothing comes of it, you still you've still done the process, you still enjoyed the process. But if something good happens, it's much more likely to happen if you keep doing it. So you know that that's that's a little message I to pass to people because uh, it did happen for me and it's happened for you and it's it's um, it's just about keep keep going and enjoy the process. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Trey, do you have a question? Yeah, I had uh, two questions. First, kind of personal question, and the second, we can pivot into just kind of what you do with dogs. But um, I think you you, you kind of popped a question in my mind. What do you feel about all the um, invasive invasive species that are all over the world? That you know, mainly par par partially due to people getting pets that are exotic pets, considered exotic pets. And then they're like, oh, this is more than we can handle. Or this is, I didn't do my research. And then they go and release them wherever they are, Florida. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so like pythons, for example, or yeah. snakeheads, or um, I mean, anything. It's just not supposed to be there. Like there's raccoons in Texas and Utah, and they're just not supposed to be there. And I don't know if that's necessarily a pet thing, but that's more of a migrational thing and whatever. But pythons and snakeheads and all kinds of different things what do you what do you feel about that or what could you give to the general populace saying hey let's do research wow that's a, that's, a, that's a hell of a question uh well i think the first thing you have to remember like the most invasive species of all is 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 us like, we are the most invasive species i mean uh do you know what like uh animals uh and and people included in that are we're um we're all incredibly adaptable and uh, that's the most amazing thing like if you ever travel like if you I've, I've traveled a lot and when you go to a new place on your own when you allow when you land there on your own it, it can be terrifying you're out of your element you don't know the language but the ability to adapt uh to your surroundings look i mean look at people that go to war and you know people have had i mean we we, we live in in like cotton wool 
land these days but you know you know our ancestors that had to go through horrendous things you know they adapted you adapt we adapt and, and animals adapt very quickly so um i think it's really important to if you're looking at something like that to not think necessarily about the the end uh, part of that question is about like what drove people to do that in the first place and should they have been allowed to do that um who's the who's the geezer who's the geezer the uh the the colombian uh drug lord who's a really famous one and he he he's got hippos and he bought hippos and uh, oh oh no yeah you no. know the guy i mean yeah the guy with the mustache you know, yeah. El Chapo? yeah El Chapo, exactly yeah so he 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 basically bought loads of african animals oh, over yeah. and, and they're and still they, there they can thrive they, they can thrive because you know it's a similar climate and and, and all, but the, the the biggest problem is is what you had in australia uh um and new zealand um when the the, the the it was first colonized is like you have a species that has no, didn't have a predator and then a predator comes along and it's screwed so you know it's it's unbelievably sad you know and and the the amount of animals that get wiped out is is, is absolutely tragic but but it's uh it's been uh animals get, have been wiped out since the dawn of time it's it's uh it's, it's part of life death is part of life but you know I, I if if we could if we can now we know more we should be able to say look let's not let's not make this mistake again because you know people need to learn from their history like everything yeah i think i think it's crazy that there's literally i don't know if there's a season but i mean for example there's a time of the year or there it just naturally happening um all year round but lionfish for example are an invasive species and they literally eat anything smaller than them yeah which goes for any and all fish yeah. so yeah they, they have lionfish in, in greece and it's and it's it's not from around here and it, they have lionfish here and they they've, they've come recently to the area and uh you can see them in certain parts of uh, where i go where i take people snorkeling or whatever and uh yeah they're uh, they, they won't bother humans and they're they are very poisonous but uh they are uh, they're a, they're a, they're awful for the 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 uh the fish around here in in florida they're we're told to kill them like on site yeah you know you you you, spoke, you you we're told that in greece as well it's crazy that's crazy yeah it is it is now would this would there also be an order for smurfs if we had a, a, a invasive uh species of smurfs like so if you saw a smurf you'd have to like just take him out right then <laughs> they'd be like honey ho oh, get this smurf you can't be here yeah i, I mean like you know I, I think uh certain cultures are more reactive than others uh and certain cultures i love how i love how john just pretended like i didn't just talk he's like yeah so you know what if a, if, I, if a smurf came into my vicinity uh we, we would, i would just go large with that smurf we would have we'd be, we'd be going large we'd be going large i'd be i'd be putting a, i'd be putting a grill on i'll be cracking out some tequila <laughs> oh no. out instruments and we'd be going large Nice, nice. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, would do, I would do that with pretty much anything and anyone, but the Smurf would definitely get a little bit of extra kudos. Gotcha, gotcha. That's awesome. Nice. Cool, cool. Nice. All, right, All right, cool. So, yeah, so dogs. What? The, the human-dog relation thing. Explain that. Yeah, so, um, okay, a lot of uh, people, uh, they conflate a lot of ideas, like the Caesar Milan one is a classic one. The Americans love that. Because it's like you know, it's a t it's a TV format. Yeah, it's, that's what it is. It's, it's a TV format. It's like 
the dog does the thing and, and the guy's going oh, and he eats my donuts and and then and then and then the guy goes a few times and then and then at the end the, the, the guy walks away and the dog's fixed and it's great tv and it's a perfect format tv tv producers want a format that just works and works and works because that, that means they, mean, right. they need to make no effort and they get ratings and they get loads of money uh, but the problem is, is what that does is it creates a uh, a culture of uh, people who just want a quick fix. It's a bit like you read on the, you know, everywhere you go on the internet, take this pill and you'll be thin, or take this pill and you'll be really handsome. And people aren't willing to go, well, maybe I should like do some work towards it, and like you know, think about it a bit. And uh, it's it just buys into that culture of like quick fix. Uh, and I, I go against that and say, like, you know, if you want to cultivate a, a, a relationship with your with your dog, then you need to think about it in the in the kind of same way as you would is the way that you build a relationship with your friends, your best friends, your, your like uh, with your family. I'm not trying to say that your dogs are the same as your family, but there are elements that are there's parallels. There are elements where they dovetail and there are elements where they don't. And I'm just trying to say, like, build a relationship so you so you understand each other and you understand why your dog is doing a certain thing and they understand why you're doing something and think about it a bit and start instead of being reactive, which is what we, everyone is nowadays reactive about everything, get ahead of it. Think about what you want and make that happen. That's, that's what I do. Okay. Awesome. Do, do you feel no. like, go ahead, Jason. No, no, keep going. You're good. No, go. I'm done. Oh no. If you're going to stay on that same topic. It's fine. I'm going to ask a different question. I was going to say, um, I've seen a ton of like dog whispers or trainers or whatever that within 10 minutes or under 10 minutes can make a dog more or less docile. Somebody, a dog's on a muzzle or something of that nature. And it's really aggressive because you're coming towards their owner or whatever. And quite frankly, dogs protecting their owners should be a natural thing, but when it's around people that are not being aggressive or being, you know, anything towards the owner, you know, it should be calm. It should be preserved. I mean, do you feel like there's a, a quick way to kind of relax your dog or I know all dogs are different, but like, what do you feel about these quick fixes? I know you said that that's not really a thing, but. No, no, listen, uh, it, it is a thing. Uh, so when I go into a session, uh, I always do the same thing. Basically, I, I go into the house, I, I meet the people in the house, and I go into the house and I, and I focus on the person. And I, I just go in there and I'm, I, first of all, I keep my, my body language, my physiology, my, my heart rate, my voice, everything very, very calm. And I focus immediately on the owner and, the, and they expect something completely different. They expect me to be focusing on the dog. And I, I do the same thing. It's the same thing every time. I just talk to them. I make eye contact. I relax. I can see the dog in my corner of my eye and whatever. And I just keep everything calm. And it's, it, it's the opposite to what the person uh, expects. And it's the opposite to what the dog expects. Perfect. So the dog's thinking, the dog's running around going, uh, and I'm, I'm hearing, I've heard all this stuff on the phone about what, what's wrong with the dog on, on email. And I don't, I just don't pay any attention to it. I just come in and I'm talking and I'm relaxing. And then all I'm doing is I'm waiting for the split second where the dog just goes, this is not getting me anywhere. And it just kind of steps back a bit. And then I'm like, and I'll gently be like, Hey, how you doing? And if the dog comes back to up like into the red zone, I just drop out, talk. And sometimes the owner's look at me going, 
I'm really happy you're here, but why, why, are, you not, why are you not paying attention to my dog? Right. And I'm like, I can see it in their eyes. I'm just like, okay, it's okay. And I have this, I have this again, this Irish ability to just blag and talk nonsense and talk about the the, 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 the CD collection or the curtains or something and just distract people. So they're not thinking about the dog. They're just thinking about something else, something that I use a lot of just kind of distraction technique, similar to what magicians use. Sure. And eventually, and eventually yeah, it's misdirection. Exactly. And, and then the, the dog is like, it's getting nothing. And this, this is a, the frequency of this is extremely high. It doesn't have, works all the time, but I can literally pretty much say after a while, like one, once the person's engaged with me and, and has almost forgotten about the dog, the dog will have forgotten about both of us and sitting there and I'll be like, where's your dog? And they'll be like, Oh, it's sitting there. N never does that normally. And I'm like, well, you see what the dog's doing now. There's a reason why it's doing that. And I explain it, deconstruct it. So all that says in a nutshell is like, you know, you've got to, what you feed, what you, what you reinforce is what you get more of. That's the, the way the frequency works. So, so I know it's, it sounds really simplistic, but it, it once the dog is kind of pacified a bit and a bit more chilled, sometimes you have to be pretty strong. Sometimes the dog can be jumping and be really annoying and stuff. But it, generally, if you keep your, you have to resist uh, the, we, we want to react all the time. When your kid does something annoying, you want to go, oh, right, shut up, <laughs> you know. And, and the Greeks are stunningly reactive people. Like, you know, they're just like, rah. you know, uh, it's, it's, a, it's just going. Taking okay. a second. Yeah, and, and, and that also teaches us a lesson about how we react to things generally. So, Jason, I'm sorry. I need one more question answered. It's I hope, hopefully it's really quick. I'm not trying to hog the show. My parents' dog used to be really calm, cool, and collected. You knew this was going to happen, John. Yeah, where, where, where can I where can I invoice you? Right. <laughs> I just thought I just wanted your opinion. I, I don't need a certain <laughs> like that. Dog just used to love me. Just, Scout, just imagine if I was a doctor. He'd be like, I know. I, I, oh, I just, he does it all the time. This is he does it all the time. Show. It's, it's like, like it's like, bro. She does not have time to set you if up. If this a date, didn't bother down. me, I wouldn't bring it up. Right. I literally could pick up the dog like a teddy bear, could cradle it, hold it, put it in my lap, whatever. It wanted to leave, I'd let it leave. It recently picked him up, picked her up. She started growling. I turned to her, and she literally struck struck me in the face, like she bit me. And um, did, she, did she break? Did she break the skin? Um, yeah, I was bleeding underneath my nose. So, um, it like her tooth literally got caught inside my nose and scraped it. And so I, I put her down real quick. Um, uh, as in you that, dropped her to the ground. Mm, yes. Sure. So literally for me, I was insanely frustrated because I'm like, what did I do? Because this is random, random behavior. And what I think is happening is my little sister youngest sister who this dog is not fond of because she picks her up like a rag doll rather than a teddy bear. Yeah. I mean, listen, you, you've already, you've already answered the question. Yep. I mean, um, she's not fond of it anymore. Yeah. Listen, um, like one of the reasons I've done this education program in Greece is because a lot of the kids are very entitled. Uh, they, they, they're entitled in the sense that if you take your dog out on the street uh, and, and the kid wants to come over and, and just, grab it the parents won't say anything they're not taught to be like excuse me uh 
<laughs> your dog's really lovely. Do you mind if I say hello? Is it okay? Does your dog? It's not. It's not uh, ingrained in the culture to do that. And it's and it's. Uh, you know, you would you wouldn't just go and grab something off someone or or sure. you know just go up to someone and say I like your hair and start ruffling it. You know, it, uh, it's it's. Um, it, what's happened is is the dog has uh, developed a. Um, a defense mechanism for saying like this is really unpleasant and it doesn't really matter who the person is yeah. um uh you know if it, if just to pick a, a dog and put it on your lap it's not massively natural um you know you could what you can do is what you should be doing is encouraging the dog to be like okay if you to teach them to say if you want to come up then tell me you want to and then sure we can do have, that yeah we can yeah exactly that well that's a conversation isn't it it's like it's a bit like you know if you when i'm when i'm teaching people about training their dog i'm I'm saying give your dog choices sometimes you can load the deck so the choice is being made that you wanted to make which is which is another thing we do that with our kids as well you know but um a lot of the time if the dog is being coerced then that's that can uh, cause a reaction but if the dog makes a choice then it won't it won't cause the same reaction so what's happening there is the dog is just basically saying i'm fed up with this get out of my face and uh, you cannot blame the dog for that. I'm afraid. Yep. And I mean, I mean, the people involved need to have a conversation with, uh, with uh, the little girl and there needs to be, then the, basically the key, the key thing for all relationships. And I, I don't want to be a preach or anything True. is for me is bound boundaries are everything boundaries, boundaries, more important than anything else, even like love and respect and that like boundaries, keep some boundaries. And once you kind of know where the boundaries are, and everything's cool and you feel like i'm not going to do that anymore then that is part of the love and the respect that comes afterwards but in my opinion you know, you've got to draw these lines and uh and you, you, you've got to do it because once you do that and once the behavior is in place then you can relax your boundaries a bit but up until the the physiology the brain the body is comfortable and calm up until that point then the boundaries should be like you know as as rigid as they can be Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. I have more questions, but I'm I'm good for right now. So we're no we're running short on time, so I'm only having yeah, one, one question of music. But we'll gladly just have you on the show again, where Trey can bring the dog. I'm just playing. <laughs> I mean, sure, it's a cocker spaniel. That means anything. Yeah. Yeah, you, can, you, may, you can you can fly me out if you like. I'll come. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, we'll have a live show. <laughs> Why not? Why not, mate? We can do. We can have a jam. Yeah, we have can jam. The, we, we, we can get the dogs jamming. Be great. So one of the things uh, you know I showed on my feed uh, was your song "Underdog" uh, that you did with the Greece, well the with with the Greece government. I seem is that how that worked out? Uh, no, we did it. We, I did it with a couple of. Uh, I had the idea about it because uh, you know it's about speak. It's about speaking for. It's, it's the old cliche speaking for animals that can't speak for themselves. You know? Yeah, um, and uh, that's what the song's all about. And uh, I'm really lucky that I I met two Greek artists who would just just listen to my hairbrained idea and I just spoke to two of them and within like a day the song was written yeah and uh, yeah. they're very good they're very good yeah they're amazing. The, as a rapper I was like oh that guy can rap that guy's a no, good the, rapper. well I think the, the girl's incredible as well she's, yeah she's incredible um I thought that it was uh, awesome uh but I think you know as I said as somebody that works with kids gets to do music gets to do the things I love all at the same time was it cool to be able to do a a dog song and do the music thing that you love all at the same time 
Like, uh, well, do you know what? Like, when you try and when you try and do something in a place where they don't necessarily want you to do it, <laughs> sure. you, to, you, you know, if you just knock on doors all the time and they say, like, go yeah. away. Sure, I know what uh, you're thinking. I, yeah. I did a good little. That was check. good at it. That was good at it. And uh, you know, then you need to sometimes find a different uh, avenue. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Uh, saying that people should do this, maybe like break in a break into a window or no, no. What, but, you know, so people people weren't going with what I was saying. So I was, I, I thought I'll try some different angles. Where, where are my skill sets? Okay, I can write a book, I can write a song, um, uh, and and it, and it's 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 uh, it's proved to be um, very effective uh, because people see that I'm not messing around. You know, I'm really committed to this, and it's difficult to ignore me when I'm coming at them from all these different angles. You know, I, I, there is a question I really want to answer, so it's going to be a little longer. I got to go, but uh, it's fine. Uh, what made you want to go to Greece? Like, uh, for, well, like knowing that they were going to respond the way they did. No, I didn't know that. that. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, do you know if I would have gone somewhere like Norway or like Finland or, or even America, uh, people would have been like, "Wow, you're you've got lots of skill. You can join our group." And 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 I would have been like, "Yeah, great. I'm joining your group. Yay!" And I would have been fine, and it would have been great. But do you know what? Because I was given so much flack and I had so much pushback, I achieved like 10 times more than I would have done in the country where I was accepted. You know what I mean? Does that make yeah. sense? So mm -hmm. like I was, I realize now that by coming up against so many obstacles, I've actually become much more rounded and, uh, and, and created a lot more than I would have done if I would have gone to the place where I'd be accepted. So yeah, there's a lesson there. Yeah, no, I've, I've been there. Um, I've been way more effective in those situations, but that's amazing. Uh, your whole story is great, and I wish we had more time to talk about it. Um, but uh, now it's time for a wrap, and so we're gonna make up a song about everything we just talked about. Is there anything you'd like me to add into the song that we didn't talk about? Is that is that you that's making the echo noise? Let me see. Let me check something real quick. Or is it me? Check check uh, mic one two. Hello hello hello. I don't hear it anymore. All right, cool. Oh, there uh, it is. Actually, I just did. Let me see if I can fix this mic. Give me a second. No echo cancellation is on on his. Uh, is it me? One, two, one, two. No, oh, well, it should be I fine, right? Yeah, we'll see. I don't Cardinals. hear you right now. All right. So, is there anything you'd like me to add to this song that we didn't talk about? I just uh, need to add lots of quality and wit <laughs> i will try my hardest um and then trey uh why did i say trey you're gonna do a beatbox you don't need me to explain it if anybody's nope. in the comments you put a word one word i'll use it into the song uh don't put them all together um and I'm oh yeah so, so if you want to if you want to put one thing in if, if people want to hear about my philosophy and what i do uh, they need to check out the Positive Pet Academy. I got you. I'll put it up in a little bit. And that rhymes with philosophy. So I've kind of given you that. I've we actually you should that, have given know. you. Is that? Do we normally give a plug before or after the rap? Oh, uh, we normally give it after uh, before, oh, but okay. I gotta go. So you can do a plug um, so after we're done like, with the rap. Like in ten minutes or like in five seconds. As in, let me do the rap because I literally have to leave by six to start my. Let's other go, okay, let's, let's go, get it let's going. Go. All right. So, all right, and then you can finish oh. the show off, Trey. So, John, what is your stage name? Uh, <laughs> your nickname, anything, your rap name, anything that you got? Uh, Johnny G. 
Johnny G. Perfect. All right, let's get it. Yo, 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 we got DJ Sound Effects, Johnny G, and Scott the Psalmist on the mic. Let's get it. Here we go. Oh, oh, yep. Johnny G is just chilling now. He woke up this morning thinking he was going to have a great day. Only if he couldn't say. But his dog came running his way and he was like, not okay. He didn't tell you the whole story. In fact, he had a towel on. He was running the jack. Then the dog started going. That towel went off. Everybody saw the show. They were thinking it's off. I never seen soft. Only if it's stuck in the day. And the dog was chilling like, yeah, I didn't play for that show, man. What are you doing? If I was trying to break it back and now I'm pursuing little times that we're busting like little rhymes all these people telling them f you i don't find see that you the fine wait for your rhyme i don't need no dude to show me how to talk up to dog's eye only if i can't try teardrop roll down his eye he was like oh no i cry then he wrote a book with kids all in fact and next thing he knows he's a national hero jack now we get it gone when he write a song tripping now we sitting here like rap songs to live in now he knows one time and two time and three and yes he paid trey so he won the quiz g i'm just saying only if I can't go down Then I gotta breathe Cause I run my own sound Yelling out loud Like I am profound And yes it's one o'clock In the morning right now For my dude And somehow he do Cool Only if he can't Cause he gotta be Ooh I started the drool With face down my go But now I'm looking Like a big dog Oh no Oh go What am I saying I gotta flow Predetermined occupation Doing what I know I'm sitting here With Sesame Street I never be I'm rapping with Big Bird Yes siree What a crazy day for me but guess what, Trey? You were in the woods being a DJ. A little scary time, like you could never see. Some dude with a chainsaw gonna chase you, G. Only if I can't see the black market prom. You gotta breathe for the light time, fill them all. And I can get it, cause I gotta hear them hear the call. And now I'm giving, cause I'm letting what I'm yelling, y'all. Don't be giving me words, and if it's absurd, only if I am a nerd, break it back and don't jerk. Yes, I like me Star Wars, and I can be good. Only if I can't break it down, welcome to my hood. Oh, yes, he's in Greece, bro, but he's from the UK, he's from London, and he knows. But he don't go Only if he can't go Then my heart explodes Because I got a rap Oh no Good stuff Good stuff That was easily one of the best ones ever did here Trey That was was pretty good man I was like (laughs) What is he going to rhyme with here When you were talking about me I was like Interesting Yeah I I wasn't sure I mean I had a lot of like I was trying to do stuff and I would have issues, but I'm like, ah, it'll work out. Yeah, so. you guys, you guys are both great, man. Thank you so much for everything. Of course, John. Thank you for being on the show, bro. Thank you so much for, for plotting some time out and coming on. Yeah, no, I'm pleasure. gonna, I'm gonna go. Um, so Trey's gonna close out the show, do all the things. But thank you so much, John. Um, if you have anything that you want me to, uh, to edit and send to you, so you can send it out onto the internet, just tell me in the text. Okay. All right, mate. Thank you All so right, much. Guys. Uh, okay. I'm gonna be salty a little bit on the <laughs> the sponsors, but I'll do my best. Oh, you're fine. Don't worry about them. They're not paying us anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, All right. right, Jason. Thanks for coming on, man. Love you, dude. Bye-bye. Cheers, guys. <clears throat> All right, sweet. So, uh, thank you so much, guys, for coming on the show uh, and just watching us here. And uh, we are. Uh, close for you um you can find us on facebook you can find us on uh instagram we're on tiktok as well where we have a whole bunch of shorts and reels on there where we just do funny clips from the show um most of the time it's improv um this entire show is improv what am i talking about 
but uh we just thank you so much for always supporting us um that's basically all i have um you've been such an amazing guest bro thank you so much for coming on and just talking about nature and animals and how we can connect with them and um how to better understand how we can connect with them um and that they aren't just something that needs to be fixed that they also need to be understood in order to be helped um yeah. and also I, I i'm so sad that we didn't get to talk more about um just your musical aspect but you can totally uh feel free to come back on the show man we, you you've been a great guest and uh so wait i do have one more question before we get going here <laughs> greece you kept mentioning are you in greece right now yeah i'm in greece yeah i'm in a greek island <clears throat> that's awesome and so like yeah. like and you said you you help do scuba uh scuba oh my gosh yeah uh, scuba snorkeling. dives and stuff yeah snorkeling. yeah okay, cool yeah when you live uh, i mean i have uh quite a disparate like uh life so i, I do like paddle boarding i do uh i do uh, a lot of i do windsurfing i oh, do okay. uh, yeah i just do as, as much outdoor stuff as i can i have a rule that between uh basically may and november i don't like even watch tv i just i'm outdoors all the time every day and if I'm not, I'm in a bar, either playing music or or chilling out in the in the beautiful outdoors, like drinking wine, like relaxing with my mates. And then when when winter comes, I can enjoy my Netflix and my you know my films like everyone else. But uh, but I just have this uh, beautiful uh, outdoor life which I love. That sounds like an amazing. Uh, I actually what was that? I, I follow this guy. He lives in. <laughs> It's not the Philippines. I think it's closer closer to Indonesia. But he literally, all he eats is the fish that he um, he catches. Goes, uh, yeah, he catches. He um, um, not skewering. Um, wow. Harpooning. 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 But there's another. It's another phrase. Okay. Well, it's 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 an amazing way to to live because you know everything that you 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 do you're responsible for. You don't have to re be responsible for anyone else, and uh, it's very sustainable and uh, it's extremely healthy. Dude, that that sounds like an amazing time. And and well, I mate, if you mate, listen, if you ever come, if you ever want to travel to Greece, you drop me a line and I'll put you up. Sounds like we need to have a conversation. I'm my uh, I'm truly my my mother's son and. Uh, I just I welcome anyone that wants to come and visit. I really appreciate that, man. And I will have to send you a message. But to close the show out, um, I'm going to put on a little bit of music here. And you are my therapist for the next couple of minutes here. We don't got that much time. But uh, it's going to be a little bit funny because you don't, you know, you basically are going to ask me three questions. And I have to yes and meaning whatever you say, I have to say that is a part of my life. And this is the reason why. So okay. I can look literally be about anything you can make it up on the spot but that time starts now okay. and this is my therapy uh, session with john garstang okay um if you could have a habit that would be the best thing that you do first thing in the morning what would it be the ultimate habit my ultimate habit in the morning would probably be to punch crocodiles in the face and live, obviously. I mean, just having that adrenaline rush of running into the water and punching the first adult uh, bull crocodile you see just in the face. Okay, great. That's a great answer. And uh, the second one, um, what would you say to your anger management therapist when you go there next time? This is a great question um, because, you know, at, right after this session, I have my anger therapy session 
Um, and there's I a reason I'm good at my job. Yes, thank you, uh, thank you. I really appreciate the session. So, I'm not sure what I would tell them because that's really uh, that's what I do every morning. So if I get out of sync, I feel like the anger would only increase because that's my outlet, you know, to just go and punch a giant crocodile in the face um, yeah. because that gets all my frustration out. So I don't know. I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, I, I think lay off the crocodiles, mate. Um, and um, if you if you had to um, choose one pleasurable activity to do for the rest of your life uh, and only one, what would it be? <sighs> That's a great question. I would have to say ride on the back of Ooh, blue whales. Big... Oof. <laughs> I it, it, blue whales or something something giant and aquatic of that nature. I think it would definitely improve your flexibility as well, like with the whole leg splaying. Yeah, for sure. It, I mean, so there's there's, there's extra uh, benefits to be had from it. And then you know, it's a blue whale. It's one of the. It, it, I, no, it is the largest mammal animal for that matter in the world so i yes. mean i could use its back as a springboard so i mean i could even do acrobatics off of that since i'm so flexible from sitting down on its back all day I, yeah i think i like the i like your way of thinking it's it's, it's uh, correlating a whole bunch of stuff into like one like beautiful experience i think it's great <laughs> says a lot says a lot about you mr Essendufks. <laughs> Perfect, uh, John. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Uh, we, you've been an, you've been a blessing to have on the show. Uh, I really enjoyed talking to you. Scout would say the same, um, but we don't want to keep you too much longer. I know you want to get to bed and have some other things going on, but uh, but uh, everybody who has watched the show or listening to the show, we'll see it in the future. Please feel free to hit that giant like button on our uh, stream. If you're watching on Twitch, subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube subscribe and hit that like yeah, button so, um, so, so if, if any of you if any of your listeners are having any issues with their dog then uh if you look on positivepetacademy.com you'll find uh my solutions and you can talk to me you can reach out to me and i'll help you uh personally positivepetacademy.com folks if you need uh relational questions answered with your pets please or you just want to just talk if you just want to talk nonsense with me as well John's the guy to go to. No, no so, extra, uh, co no extra cost for that. So let me put that up really quick. Give me, give me that link really quick. You said it's po positivepetacademy.com. This is not the link, but you can type this in positivepetacademy.com. Yeah, good thing I'm good at spelling. Um, I'm not. So anyway, uh, those are the, <laughs> that's the link right there, folks. Please feel free to hit him up. But this is the end of the show. We love you guys so much. Flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. John, Lovely. You've been awesome. thanks, mate. Thanks, bro. Feel free to stay on if you want to, but if you got to go, yeah. you got to go. I understand. All right, mate. Thanks. Take care, guys. Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing, keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you, flows for you.